0: All right, let's get into it here on the announcer schedules podcast. Mike and Phil, and we are joined now from Gene Sterritore. Uh, he is a part of the Westwood One Super Bowl broadcast. And, of course, you heard him on CBS all season long with Jim Nance, Tony Romo, and Gene Starator. He joins us right now from Westwood One on the announcer schedules podcast. Gene, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, fellas. It's great to be with you.
0: Well, Gene, tell us a little bit about this journey for you from the field to the booth in this broadcast journey uh, that has now turned into, you know, uh, every network has this rules analyst. You guys are a huge part of these broadcasts. Tell us a little bit about uh, how, what drew you to do
1: this. You know what? It, 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 it's been a great, uh, just a great addition to what was already just such a, you know, I was very grateful to have the career that I had on the field and on the court and, you uh, to have the opportunity that I that I was presented with to to work with CBS Sports for the NFL, the SEC, March Madness, uh, you know they've given me an opportunity and a platform to uh, to speak to the country on something that I really did devote a, a good percentage of my personal life, uh, you know, to doing and uh, and from this platform and, and hopefully you know educating and sometimes you know the general public. Uh, to that third team that's on the field and on the court. It's, uh, it's, it's an amazing uh, journey right now. I am, I'm so grateful, and, the, and I really, really enjoy the seat that I'm in because I don't have to run nearly as much as I used to do, and it's, it's so much easier and so much more fun now to be able to talk about a play after I rewound it three or four times. So uh, I really enjoy the, the place I'm at right now. Thanks so much for being with us,
2: Gene. Could you tell us a little bit about the process and what happens behind the scenes as you're doing a game? I, it's my understanding that during the regular season, you're in a studio, maybe even working multiple games, and then you know come the playoffs and then the Super Bowl this weekend with Westwood One, you're actually in the booth. Can you tell us a little bit about that process and how that works?
1: Sure. Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, yeah, you're right. Look, the one o'clock window and, and on a Sunday with CBS. Uh, there can be as many as five or six games occurring at the same time. So uh, naturally, you can't watch every single game. We have talented people. They're either college officials or people that were around that officiating world monitoring each game individually. Uh, I have a, a pretty fair amount of television 80-inch screens that, that surround me in a studio that uh, that is broken into like four different televisions within one. Uh, so that hectic level of... Uh, of being able to be tuned in in your IFB to one game and listening to the announcers on that game. So they become relevant to it, but also with the, all of the challenges that take place when you are dealing with, with multiple games. I mean, when you really think about it, you know, in it's granular sense, you know, you've got five games playing at one o'clock. That means that we have five different play-by-play announcers and color analysts. We have uh, 10 different team rosters if you've got to get the name of the player that's occurring. And then all of a sudden, which is what happens on every Sunday, you're watching one game personally, and in your ear you hear from someone who's watching another game in another city that says, hey, Gene, we have a challenge on a catch-no-catch in uh, in Kansas City. And immediately, just to watch from a technological sense, those screens change, right? And now you're, you've are just morphed into that stadium, that play, uh you guys can appreciate it you're on this side of the fence as far as entertainment is concerned and then the buzz starts in your ear and the air traffic controllers start to talk and you know you have about 30 seconds or so to look at this play uh rewind digest uh get ready to go uh get your countdown of five seconds is gene ready is gene ready yep let's bring gene in boom now you have about 10 to 15 seconds to hopefully you know, break this play down, make reasonable sense of it, give your opinion on it, and then kind of wait to see what that referee is going to say based on how you broke it down. And and then bang, you could be leaving that play really quick when they close you out. And it happens frequently. To uh, I'm halfway through this conversation in in Kansas City, and uh, as soon as you clear, get the all clear, it's bam. You're in Pittsburgh. Gene, we have a roughing the passer play. Can you speak to the roughing the passer play quickly after the next play? We need you to speak between plays, which is about seven seconds, right? So that's the world. And uh, and then just to take it to the other level, if you think about March Madness and uh, games that throw, you know, the tip is at noon and the last tip might be at 1030 at night, and there's only about 20 games in between. Uh that is what i'm loving really from an officiating level right and that is this unpredictable uh situation that's going to come out of nowhere at an instant and you have to navigate this digest it and then speak to it within you know minutes seconds uh and then get to the next one uh that's the same routine you went through when you were on the field or on the court was those those you know the, unpredict- the unpredictability of what's going to occur but then your ability to navigate it do it in real time do it quickly and uh, and hopefully be right you know many more times than you're not so uh, it's it's been a wonderful bridge and and then to appreciate even at a much higher level all of what goes on behind the scenes in a television network or a radio uh, uh, company and how all of these unbelievably talented people none of us really see or know are doing all of this to prop people like me up for these seconds or minutes. is uh, it, It's just an amazing thing, and I'm so grateful to be part of it.
0: Uh, Gene Sterichor is with us, and he is a part of the, announcer, uh, the announcing team uh, for Westwood One. And, and Gene, when this position kind of first started, you know, was it kind of like, ah, what are we going to really – like, how much has it evolved since the beginning, I guess? uh, Mike Pereira was maybe the first one that did it with Fox. But how much has it kind of evolved now that it seems that everybody's doing it?
1: Well, I think, look, you know, ironically, a little nugget, the first game Mike Pereira ever was a rules analyst for Fox was the Detroit Lions at the Chicago Bears. I happened to be the referee on the game, and the deciding play in the game was whether Calvin Johnson caught the ball or not. That was Mike's first game. It was probably only a second time maybe on air, and now you have what we all know was the Calvin Johnson catch, uh, and I think that kind of got things off and running, right, because now you have this play that you know everybody in their backyard says is a catch, You've got to apply all these other little nuances to the rule. I'm under a hood. Mike's being opened up on something that he hasn't done too many times and being kind of put on the spot as to what is Gene going to say about this play, right? And uh, and now all of a sudden Mike comes to his conclusion, and within seconds after Mike says he's, he's going to rule this incomplete, he doesn't finish the process of the catch, and now you click a microphone on seconds after and you say the same thing, I think at that moment in time, networks the public or whomever the interest uh, occurred to said wow that's that was pretty neat i mean he actually saw the same thing there on a play that a lot of us thought was different why is that now the interest peaked and i think that evolution and mike gets credit for that from the seat that he took initially and then actually it's 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 moving to this level and i think it's a good thing i don't think too much of us is is good just like too much of us in game contests isn't good right Uh, But the appreciation of athletic events, even though officials know they're never going to be liked, uh, coaches, players respect officials and appreciate the jobs they do, and I think the general public, as hard as it is for them at times, uh, hopefully as these continue to evolve, that appreciation takes place in some ways as well, because that helps the game. It, it helps the game at, at small levels, too. So I think that's what this platform is allowing, and, and I hope it continues that way uh, because I think it is good for the game.
0: Gene Steratore from the Westwood One broadcast team, Super Bowl 57. Kevin Harlan, Kurt Warner, Laura Oakman, Mike Gulick, and Gene Steratore. Gene, thank you so much for being on the podcast.
1: Thanks, Gene. Thank you, fellas. Have a great day.
0: Awesome. What a behind-the-scenes look, Phil, at that position and how it's evolved. I mean, he went super in-depth about the process of what his Sunday is like. That was awesome.
2: Yeah, when you're doing multiple games at once – Wow. You know, as far as keeping an eye on everything, knowing, like he said, the different announcers who he's going to be working with, not to mention, you know, the air traffic control piece of producers speaking in your ears and queuing you up and letting you know how much time you have, all these things. What a high-wire act. And I would imagine it simplifies a little bit when you're you're in the booth, you know. But those days that he has multiple games at once, that 1 o'clock window he was describing with the NFL – Really impressive stuff.